Hey everybody, welcome welcome to another episode of the Differential FPL podcast, episode four to be precise. Um, We returned after a long two-week break, even though there were games within, the games were pretty much scattered about, but um, finally we're back back to regular FPL business. Uh, And I'm obviously, I'm your host, Shola, with my co-host, D-Man. Yo, how's it going out there? Good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, so basically, um, what we're gonna do today is um, we're not gonna go into fixture by fixture. Not we've decided to just do it a little bit different this week. Uh, so first things first, we're just gonna do a review of our teams, how we did in the last, I guess, in the last game week, the two week game week. That sounds weird. Right. Two week game week, how we did. Um, second, we're now gonna dive into Hyung Min Son. He's been ruled out for this. Jose Mourinho doesn't expect him to be back for the season, so potential replacements for him. Then Jamie Vardy, do you keep or do you sell? Uh, then we're gonna be looking at other teams with good def- with defensive options that you can look at. Outside Sheffield United and Liverpool, of course. Uh, then, obviously, then we're also looking at cheap players that you can have on your bench, but players that lately have been getting a good run of games and some even getting points that you can always put on your bench in case there's an unforeseen situation where one of your players doesn't play and he can come off your bench. And even if it's just two points, he can at least come off your bench and give you something. Uh, then we're going to look at some relegation teams that might you can pick that um, you can pick a few players from that you know they can give you some potential points stuff like that and obviously our captaincy picks and the last but not least our differential picks yeah so 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 pretty much let's get this started so first of all we're gonna Going to our teams, Chapa, you can, you can go ahead and start with that. Yeah, so this week, another red owl. It's like the red owls are coming thick and fast in this bitch. Anyways, um, ended up with 56 points, which was the average points. This was such a weird week because at the beginning of the week, we heard, um, well, not at the be- well, yeah, at the beginning of the week, we had that um, postponement when. Um, you know, we heard that Aguero and um, KDB weren't going to play. And I had Aguero and KDB. And um, my vice captain was KDB. My captain was Aguero. You know, and then, you know, uh, I was so pissed off because, you know, it meant that, like, both my players weren't going to play. This, You know, both my most important players weren't going to play this game week. And they ended up playing at the end of the day, but it was still tears, you know. Aguero two points. I don't even understand Aguero at the moment. It's just ugh. yeah. Even when I watched the game, he didn't look. He looked very uninterested for some reason. I'm it was very, yeah. very on Aguero-like performance. Yeah, and um, to be honest, I actually missed. I didn't realize there was a game on. I thought like there was actually a two-week break for all for everybody. I didn't know that yeah. it was like one. You know, I found out late, which is another reason why we didn't even have. That's actually the main reason we didn't have the podcast because we exactly. actually thought it was a proper <laughs> two week break. 
like they do in the other leagues. Yep, yep. So like I didn't even think about it. I I I woke up the morning and I was like, wait, what the hell is going on? Why why is everything warming up? Like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then um yeah, so at the end of the day only fifty six points. Um dropping fast. I mean I didn't drop as bad as as last week, but I think I find myself in the top twenty five thousand now. You know, which is a almost 20k drop in the last three weeks since Manny went up injured, and you know Manny is back now. So and he scored me what five points. So you know, hopefully I pick up from here. But you know, that's me for the week. So um, how did you do, Chola? Um, I did on the con- uh, pretty much the opposite of you. Yeah, that's the fourth my fourth straight green arrow. So I've in four weeks since I since I used my wild card literally. Yeah, I've been just getting green arrows. Mm-hmm. Apart from the actual week, I used my wild card. <laughs> Four weeks after that, I've gotten yeah. green arrows, and um, you know, um, I had seven of my eleven re- give me points return. The only the, those that blanked that were the, those that blanked were Henderson, Holgate, Salah, who was my captain, unfortunately, and Vardy. So I ended up with sixty nine points. That's and uh, luckily for me, Pep didn't play Mares, so Lundstrom came off my bench to give me a nice seven points, which was nice. Yeah. Um, the thing with the, it's it's what why this kind of hurt. I mean, I was I'm happy with the 69s. It was above average, but if I stuck with my with my gut, I would I I would have reversed my captain and my vice captain because initially I had KDB. Yeah. As captain, then I had Salah advice, and funny enough, I had seen it that Salah has only returned twice away from home this season. But for whatever reason, I didn't. I guess because it was Norwich, I was like, "No, nah, there's no way he's gonna blank against Norwich." Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, yeah. And you know, he was in the. He's been in form. You know, he's yeah. been playing. He's like literally, he's been one of the main reasons I've gotten all these green arrows. Because when I used my wild card, I was like one point one million. Now yeah. I'm like five hundred and one thousand. Yeah, that's not bad. That's, yeah, that's a good five hundred k rise. That's that's yeah, a good rise. Right. So yeah, that's a good that's rise. has been heavily been down to Salah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I said you know he's been doing me well this this season. Let me just stick to, with him. I'm, I'm the funny thing is that KDB as of prior to yesterday, he had returned in thirteen of his home games. So like I had seen that statistic. Yep, but I just chose to ignore it. I guess I just wanted to be faithful to Salah, which <laughs> you know it, it kind of bit me there. But at the end of the day, I still had a good week. Yeah, even though I could have had a great week if I just stuck mm-hmm. to my guns. But yeah. you know, I'll take it. Sixty-nine points, another green arrow. Um, yeah. we move on. Really can't about that. So um, I'm not Salah's biggest fan right now because since Mane got injured, Salah has completely changed the whole table. Cause before Manny got injured, I, before Manny got injured, I was I was doing pretty well. Then Manny gets injured and Salah starts scoring all these, all these mental points, and all of a sudden my my whole season has just flipped on its whole head. But you know, now that Manny is back, you know, we'll see how it goes from here. That's the beauty of FPL, man. Uh, at, the, at the moment, I, I'm I'm not gonna bring in Salah. I know, like right now, everyone is like you know on that Salah beat right now, but. Uh, since Manny is back and you know with the games coming in I'm just like you know what I'm yeah to be yeah. fair on your part Manny right now can be somewhat of a differential 
Exactly. Now his yeah. his ownership has dropped from like forty something to like twenty. Yep. So yep. he's somewhat of a differential now. So yeah. if you keep yeah. money, I cannot. You know, I would understand that. I yeah. if I had money, I probably wouldn't go for Salah as well. But you know, since yeah. I already have Salah, it wouldn't make sense to sell Salah for money with the form Salah is in. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah I, I guess. That's um, that's, what I've noticed as well, Salah and Mane, when both of them play, it's almost like they share the points. Yeah. So it's not like one goes completely off and the other one does nothing. Like if Salah goes off, at least Mane would have gotten like maybe an assist yeah. of the goals or maybe you'll get a goal from a Salah assist. Exactly. So kind of like, as long as you have one of them, you're pretty much safe for most of the weeks. It's if you have like none of them that you know, that you know you start looking. Yeah, that's that's what I don't understand. I've seen a few teams that don't have either, and I'm like, what yeah. are you doing, man? I mean, yeah. I mean that's why many of them they where they are in the tables. Yeah. I heard I heard a mad stat this week that apparently by like half of the season, forty four percent of like about 40 44 percent of people stop playing at this time. Like they stop paying like a lot of attention to the game if yeah. they're doing really poorly. Do you understand? So, but like, people give up quickly. Right? Yeah, people. Well, I mean, if you're like four million at this point in time, is there really? <laughs> <any point? laughs> There's no point. You might as well just, you know, I love it. But you know, let me digress. Let's move on to our first. Yeah, um, we have yeah. a major, major talking point here. Um, Youngmin son of Tottenham. My God, funny that enough, Aston Villa he scored two goals, even though he missed a penalty, but. Ended up with 13 points. But, you know, it, we didn't know then. But apparently, he um, fractured his arm. Wow. First minute of the game. But he actually decided But he decided to play on. Wow. Can yeah, you apparently, that, that injury came in the first minute. Wow. So, he could have been off already. So, he could have been, off, so could have been off early in the game. Wow. But he decided to soldier on and then, you know, when the medical team did the scans, he saw that, oh, dude, this dude has fractured his, his wow. arm and he's going to have to undergo surgery. So wow, that, that is just... That, Jose that is Mourinho just, has uh, pretty much... Jose Mourinho has said he doesn't expect him to play again this season. Even though Tottenham yeah. are a bit optimistic he might be back, but the chances okay. are slim to none, personally, okay. in my yeah. opinion. So... um. This, which is what brings us into this. So we're looking at potential players. Yeah, to bring in. Can bring in. Um, yeah. I'm gonna pick three. I okay. don't know how many you have. Well, I have quite a bit, but let's let's hear your first three. What are you? What are your first three? Um, my first pick is Dele Ali, his kind of his teammate. Yep. Um, that's simply because. Um, since Kane got injured, even before Kane got injured, Dele has been playing basically like a second striker. Yep, yep. So now that Son is out for the season, the goal-scoring burden falls on him. Mm. Uh, but don't you think that... Um, do you think that Spurs will still be potent even without... I mean, I don't think... I mean, what... I mean, they've not really been potent, if you want to be fair. Well, they haven't really, to be honest. I mean, Dele Ali has been potent, though. I mean, in the last four games, Dele Ali has 10 shots, nine in the box, and six big chances. Exactly. Basically, so he's doing... He's, he's, he's his underlying numbers are good. 
yeah, so he's doing pretty, pretty well in that respect. But the thing is that in all these four games, he's played with Son up top. Do you understand? Exactly. So, so right now, if Spurs are playing right now, they're going to be playing with um, Lucas Mora up top. Lucas Mora and Son. Or maybe Dele Ali. I mean, Dele Ali played up front, right? Against yeah. um, against Villa, like he that's against Leipzig. Thing. Sorry. Yeah, he played up top. Um, this guy was playing right off him. What you call this? Lucas was playing right off him with Loselso right behind them. Mm-hmm. Loselso is another interesting option, but I'm just I w- okay. I wouldn't put him now. Okay. So, who else do you have apart from Dele Ali again? Um, apart from Dele Ali, I have Mares. Mar- still Mares? Why Mares? Yeah, we still have Mares because um, City City have a pretty decent run of games coming up. I mean, yes, Mares. The rotation factor is rotation is a factor. Yeah. Sorry, did I? I'm good. Sorry about after game week 32, they have brilliant fixtures coming up because because right now they have Leicester United next before Burnley, then Chelsea, Liverpool. So after Liverpool, pretty yeah, much but that's like five games to, to the no. end of the season. Yeah, but that's like five games. You don't want to be like... We're talking about like next well, three, see, four games. The thing about City is this. Uh, yeah. City, I, the way I look at City is that I don't... They're a fixture-proof team. Their okay. players are fixture-proof. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. it's I don't... Aguero, Mares, KDB. Let's even say... Ster, Ster, okay, Sterling has dipped. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Sterling in his prime... Let's even say Sonny was available. Okay. Like, City players are always an option, regardless. Okay, that's who they're facing. So, I just think like there's like a, there's a big asterisk next to City right now because apart from the fact that they um, they they have this rotation thing with Pep, you also have a situation whereby um, they they don't have a game in like I think game week twenty eight, right? Yeah, they have a blank. Yeah, they have a blank game week. Obviously, it means that they have a double, which I am hearing might be game week 29. 29, exactly. That's another reason. That's, yeah. that's, something, that's something else that I wanted to touch on, that the fact that CC might have a poten- potentially have a double game week 29. Where they, and if they do have a game week 29, it means they'll face both United and Arsenal. Okay. Arsenal was the game okay. that got okay. postponed. I mean, yeah, I guess I could see that. So I guess if you have Mares, you might still be thinking of keeping him. Yeah, like just that. Have him just now. That yep. So I'm, I'm seriously considering keeping him. Okay. Okay. Just, that might, I mean, he didn't play any part of this weekend. Yeah, and he maybe he plays. So maybe he plays against Leicester. Probably plays against Leicester. Yeah, and he can easily get you points against Leicester. Leicester are one of those teams that are not looking so good right now. I mean, defensively, they're all right. But, you know, we'll get to that later on. We'll get to that later on. So, who's your last person? Who's your last guy that you're looking at? Okay, my, my last one is not is more of... This one is actually quite quite of a bias. You know, the, he doesn't really have much... He's only played two games. Oh, my God. You it know did. who I'm talking about. Bruno of course, Fernandes. I know what you're talking about. And, oh, nah. <laughs> you see, I've, I've watched, uh, I was I've watched both of the games... And I watched the end, the final fifteen minutes of our game today. Okay, and this guy literally he elevates this team. Like, okay, he came, he was on for fifteen minutes. Okay, and we we initially the last fifteen minutes of the game, we looked so much better. Like, we actually looked like we were going to score because he creates so much. He takes a lot. He shoots a lot. Yeah, 
I mean, I have some random. I actually, I actually did like. Uh, you know, I looked at him as well. He's on our set pieces right now. Like that, like the, against um Chelsea, he could have gotten a goal and an assist easily. Yeah, I had but to hit the bar. He got right? the assist for Maguire's goal, but his free kick that hit the bar, like that was brilliant. Okay. But, like you, you can see the quality he brings. Okay. Even so though you have him over Masha. Well, the thing about it is that with it's it's between the two of them. Obviously, Marshall is more of the goal threat because obviously he's playing up, he's playing up top. But right okay. now, Marshall has competition. But the, the good thing about Marshall is that Marshall actually does well when he has competition. Wait, sorry, who's his competition? Gallo right now is competition, but like, are you sure Gallo is really competition? I mean, it's yeah. I don't obviously Gallo is not as good as Marshall. We know okay. that, but. All right. Well, let me throw some. Let me throw some. Marshall, he has scored back-to-back games. He's looking better. Okay. You get like even when he under Jose, when like his position was under threat and blah blah. Remember that period of time when like Jose started benching Marshall. Yeah. And then he now brought him back in, and then he just went on this run and was literally like saving Jose's job. Okay. So that's true. So Marshall plays when he's under he he when some when his place is under threat there's a potential threat, he tends to play well. So that's why, okay, let me just say four players because I'll put, put Marshall as well because Marshall and Bruno are about the same price. Bruno's okay. eight. Mar- Marshall's 7.9. So. And let me just throw some stats out there for some people that might want them. Marshall, in the last four game weeks, has 11 attempts, seven in the box, four attempts on tab- target and one big chance. He only has one goal though. Bruno, on the other hand, has seven attempts, three attempts on target, but all outside the box at scene and, you know, in just two games. So, yeah, you're right about Bruno. Bruno is getting in the mix. And, you know, in um, Porto, I heard a stat that in Porto, he was like on a game. So I said Sporting, sorry. In Sporting, he was on um, a goal every two or three games. Yo, his numbers so, are ridiculous. Yeah, and obviously in, um, in his United career, he already has what, an assist in, in two games. Yep. So he's not a bad bet, especially with Watford coming to town, you know. So I mean, Watford at home, United could easily steal like a victory there, even though Watford are fighting for their life at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, my players. I mean, you've taken most of the good ones, but some other players that you know you could look at Richarlison. I mean, first off, yeah. for those people that took out KDB, just bring him back. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't well. Yeah. I God has offered you a way back. To yeah, I saw like a few teams like without KDB. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you still playing? <laughs> nah. So God has offered you a way back. So just you know, just swallow your pride and just you know, reverse that change if that's what you did. Um, also, I was looking at Richarlison. Richarlison, the last yeah. few weeks has been really good. He's been one of the top scoring players in now, the last few weeks. Richarlison, the only reason I didn't pick Richarlison yeah. is because of the horrendous fixture list they have coming up. Well, you see... That's the only... Like, dude, literally, one, two, three, four, five, six of the next seven games have a difficulty rating of four. That's Arsenal away, United at home, Chelsea away, Liverpool at home, Norwich away, Leicester at home, Spurs away. So literally, they're playing the top six in the next seven. Yeah, but like, you know what? 
I, you know, I, I read this and I thought, okay, you know what? Let me see what Richarlison has done against top six, seven sides. The best. Oh side. no, he actually has a decent record against top six. Sides. Yeah, because see, he had um, Richarlison had fifteen points against Wolves, against Wolves, right? As he didn't have anything against Man City. He had, he had a goal. He had an attacking return against Liverpool. He had an attacking return against Leicester. He had an attacking return against Chelsea. He didn't have one against United and he didn't have one against Arsenal. But then he had another attacking return away at Man City. You know, and right now, Richarlison is the, is the fourth best, best midfielder for points in the whole game. He's yeah, right behind Mane and above Salah. I said above Sterling and Son. He's only 8.2, you know, 8.2, you know, and he's, he's rising in pop. Like people are getting, getting him in. So yeah. I feel like if you're not gonna have Calvin, yeah, you if you, you need, not, yeah, you like that's why, that's another actually another reason I, I I won't go for it. I don't want to have two. Yeah, exactly. I already have DCL. Yeah. So um, also some stats for Richarlison. He's had six attempts in the last four, but that's in the last two because he's only played two. I think he missed the last two of the last four. He's had six attempts. Four of them have been in the box. He's had three attempts on target, and he's play- and he's had a goal, you know. And um, he's also providing assists with the assist he provided for Calvin. And you look at his next few fixtures, yeah, um, against um, United and Arsenal. I don't know if I should say. I was going to segue this. I was going to say this when we talked about you know the defense. So I guess I'll come to that. But what I wanted to say was that even though United and Arsenal are doing quite well. In fact, that they've kept two clean sheets in the last four, I think. I think United. I mean, United kept more than two. I think it's just two in the last four. Yeah, two in the um, last four. Wolves and yeah. Chelsea. What we've seen is that both teams have had opportunities. To, um, Burnley had opportunities to actually score against Arsenal. Even Newcastle had opportunities. So New Arsenal kind of rode their luck a little bit, and United to rode their luck a little bit. And if there's one thing that everything I've shown this season is that they is that they get opportunities against big teams. I, I don't think there's a single big team that they've not scored against this season. True. So every big team that they've played against, they've actually scored against them. So it's more, more than likely. Actually, the only time they haven't scored, <laughs> the only time they haven't scored was actually Arsenal at home. You know, but I'm not going to bet against them not getting a goal against Arsenal in this away match. Especially since they actually haven't done anything for the last two weeks. They've just been chilling, you know, relaxing and, you know. And then United as well. You, you could see that Chelsea actually had points as well. So, sorry, had chances to take at least one goal away in that game. Yeah, but Batshuayi was just yeah. yeah, so, you, but basically my point is that both defences, even though they've had two clean sheets, they can be breached. So, that's another reason why I'm saying, and you know, Sometimes it's better to just bet on the player in form. If you're in form, just bet on him and, you know, you know um, let it go. And also the fact that Richarlison does not have any distractions. Basically, which, um, Everton that play for only one thing, which is the Premier League. They have no Europe. Are they still in the FA Cup? I'm not too sure if they are. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not too no, sure. I, need to check I don't that. think so. I don't think so. Basically, they have only no. one... They have only one thing that they are facing every week. Yeah, because I think yeah they got knocked. Out. That's the, uh, I think they got knocked. Out. That's the when um, 
Ancelotti ripped it. There was yeah. There was beef. There was a beef between Delph and Ancelotti. Exactly. I think that was the Liverpool game. Yeah. Yes, they lost. Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool's kids. Yeah, exactly. So the point being that at this point in time, and also the fact that fifth space, I said fifth space, fifth spot has come into place again. You know, there are some teams that um, is is made a lot of teams feel like they have a chance, and Everton will surely be one of those teams who have who believe that they have a very very good chance, especially with other teams distracted about with Europe and all of that. Mm-hmm. So. Richarlison is one player that I really looked at and I thought, okay, you know what, this is, this is a good try. Another person I looked at um, was um, um, Grealish. I know a lot of people have Grealish now, but for those that don't have him, quick stats here for you. Grealish right now, he has 12 shots, nine of them in the box, 18, two on target. He has only one goal, but not only is Grealish having goal, mad goal st- um, scoring stats, Grealish is also creating so many chances. He's, in the last four, he's created 15 chances and three big chances. You know, I mean, he needs his players to score a lot more, but Grealish is actually doing the business. So if you're looking for a cheaper, for cheaper option... Off, yeah, I was going to say, because I have... Yeah. I actually have... Apart from Grealish, I was also going to... Other person I actually looked at yep. was Adama Traore. Yep, yep. Adama, Adama is... We all see how Adama is playing, even today. My brother does not. My brother does not. He looked. He looked electric. I saw. You know. I just watched the highlights, but he looked the threat on that right hand flank. Anytime he's with the ball, yeah, threat. In his last four, he's created eight chances. Out of the four, were big. Were big chances. Yeah. Um. And um, his younger brother. What was his name? Maxim. As I said, who was best? That? Who called? I don't know who called them. Who uh, called no, them? See, light. I'm talking about. I didn't even just. Apart from the chances that he has even created, he has six attempts on the box in his last four. Who is that? Um, uh, six attempts on goal with four in the box. That's Adama, right? Adama, and two of those four were on targets. Boom. So at least, Boom. so not only is he creating chances, he's actually. Every his last so basically his last four games he's had at least a shot in the box. That's good. That is good. Yeah. I mean, even uh, Maxim, Maxim has eight shots with three of them in the box and three on target. He's created six chances and three big chances. So he's basically doing an impression of Traore. And you know, for a team like Newcastle, whose uh, fixture list is actually looking pretty good right about now, I think they have like some good games coming up. That might be a nice cheap option, you know, to have maybe on your bench. Maybe if you're ready to pull out that bench boost, having someone like Maxim come in and, you know, you never know, he could drop an assist or he could drop a goal in the next coming weeks. So those are most of the people that I'm looking at. What about um, this guy, Harvey the Last person. Well, yeah, Bounds as well. Ten shots with nine in the box. And Leicester have some good fixtures coming up, you know. Yeah. They have some good fixtures coming up, you know. So he's one person as well. But the thing about Leicester is that, about him is that they are so, for that price, you could get Grealish. You get yes. me? And Grealish, it doesn't, Grealish does, it doesn't actually matter what Grealish is playing against. Grealish yeah. is pretty much, it's, it's weird to say a, a, a player that is from a team that is so shit is actually fixture proof. Mm-hmm. Because... Grealish is, is pretty, if, if Aston Villa score a goal, most likely Grealish was involved in one way or the other. Yeah. Do you understand? So, yeah, yeah. 
The last person that I'd like to talk about is um, Pepe. Pepe Dem Gang. Pepe Yeah, put some Pepe on my suya. That kind of stuff. So Pepe is like, right now he's had six attempts, three in the box, three on target. You know, he's played three of the last four, so he's missed one. You know, he's created six big chances. Sorry, three big chances. And he's created three, um, you know, six chances, you know. So Pepe is actually not a bad option, especially with the fact that Arsenal have some nice fixtures coming along. But it's mostly a maverick move because he doesn't have a game in game in 28. But but he also has a double game week coming soon. You know, so I mean you can look at that time. Against Newcastle, he was he was he was outstanding. Yep, he was outstanding. So that's even another thing you can look at. I mean, the problem with Pepe is not his ability. The problem with Pepe is consistency. Exactly, and he hasn't. We don't know whether he has brought. And you don't, you don't know exactly. You don't know when. So for me, Pepe going at Pepe at especially at his price nine point one, is a big ask, personally yeah. for me. But yeah. it's 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 kind of moved that out. I'll probably. I mean, I'm still gonna touch more on Pepe later, Sha. Yeah, but um, but, um yeah, instead of like, if you had nine point one, I'd rather. You used most of that money to get like an Obama Young instead of spending exactly. it on Pepe. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, because Obama Young is even more sure to play rather than you. He's your captain. So, yeah. He's oh, yeah. So, definitely more sure to play. Yeah. So, those are the people that we think um, you can look at instead of Sun. You can move on to the next. What's next yeah. on our list here? Yeah. Um, Maybe we should have actually spoken about Barnes last week because easy just transitioned, but we go into and there's a big question mark, mm-hmm. which is Jamie Vardy. Boom. What do you do with Jamie Vardy? Do I'm telling you, it's keep, such a do you sell? Because you see now Vardy has blanked in his last okay, okay, he he missed two of those games. So let me say his last six games that he played. Wow. He's played. He's bl- okay. He has one return in six games, which is uh, against Southampton. Yeah, this guy. The like, um, even the chances are not are, are drying up. He's not getting he's not getting the chances. Yep. Um but but now the conundrum here is that you know, you can look at Leicester. Who has Leicester played? They played Wolves away. They played Chelsea. They played Burnley. Away. They've had some pretty tricky games. Yep. Liverpool, City. So that, and funny enough, he actually scored against City. But that was actually the last time he scored a goal against mm-hmm. Man City. Yeah. So you can always look at, but now you can now say, okay, if I saw Vardy now, look at, am I going to look at his next four? They're all fixture difficulty racing of two. Yeah. Norwich away, Villa at home, Watford away, Brighton. So this decision is is it's not it's not as straightforward as it looks because yeah, he's out of form. Mm-hmm. But and another thing is that you can also also make the argument that he has a good record against Man City. Yeah. So I even also make that argument. So it's difficult. Like me, personally, I'm not selling him yet. Yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm not selling because I'm not even looking at the City game. I'm looking at his next four. Mm-hmm. 
Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, Leicester are not in Europe. So it's not like Leicester, there's a fear of rotation. Leicester, um, yeah, he's, get, he's going to play every He's going to play every game. Yep. You know, yep. Yep. Miss a due to injury. And part of it, too, you know, his wife giving birth and all that. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe Homeboy has been lacking sleep. Maybe that's why he hasn't been playing well. I, we don't know. I, we don't get it, man. I'm telling you. I don't even understand it as well. But those next four. Yeah. I, I can't ignore those next. After games, the four games after Man City. I just can't. I'm telling you. Because, like, I'm looking at Jamie, this Jamie Vardy party, man. And, you know, it's like when you get to the party and even your father rice has even finished self. Like, there's nothing good. There's nothing going on again. There's nothing going on again. They're trying to offer you Stella, but you know what's drink Stella. You're looking for the vodka. You're looking for the Hennessy. And, you know, it's all gone. So, I mean, Vardy is just some numbers for you here. He's only had four four shots in the last four games. And only yes, three. That's basically games. a shot a game. Yep, he's had like three big chances and he's not, I mean, the big chances are coming, but he's not getting them. He's only had like four shots, I think only four in the box as well, you know. And then when you compare him to like some other strikers that are doing, that are doing really well, you know, like if you were going to make a replacement for him, the easiest option would be to go from, let's say, Vardy to Jimenez. Jimenez also has some good fixtures coming up, but he's, he's had 15 mm-hmm. chances. 14 in the box mm-hmm. with seven, seven chances and three big chances created. Mm-hmm. You know, seven, seven, seven big chances. No, oh, he's had, sorry, my bad. Um, Jimenez has had seven big chances. You understand? So mm-hmm. Jimenez is actually, is actually getting a lot of chances. I don't know why he's not scoring them, but he's had six sh- shots on target. So he's getting there. He's due a goal. I mean, I, dude, Norwich did well against Newcastle against Liverpool, but you can feel that away from home in, at the Molyneux. Is it Molyneux? Yeah, it's Molyneux, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right? Wolves, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolves will have a better chance to get some goals against them. And apart from that, Jimenez is also a creator. So yeah. right now, Jimenez has created three chances the last four with one big chance. Yep. So you you have like two sets of the coin. Like you could either get in to get a goal or you know you can get an assist as well. So if you are leaving Vardy, you would go for someone like Jimenez. Maybe you could even go for someone like Ings as well. Or you can go to Calvin. Even though Calvin has a tougher set of fixtures coming up. You know, but Calvin right now, he's second he's second for most chances in the league. Thirteen in the box with seven big chances. You know, he's not creating that much. He's not created any big chance for his, you know, for his teammates. But he's still riding high, you know. So, I mean, I want to sell Vardy as well. I think that time to sell Vardy was like four weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right now, there's no, there's no point there's selling no, him now. Yeah, that's where I look at. But, and also, if you're looking to sell Vardy, you know, I know you've mentioned Ings, but you can't, you can't ignore Aubameyang. You just yep, yep, yep. The reason why I didn't mention about was because you have to go higher, you know. But then yeah, again, yeah, if you have like if you have that son money, you know, obviously Aubameyang, Aguero, but Aguero is probably a no-brainer. Yeah, Aubameyang, for example, like Aubameyang would get would you see Aubameyang is the kind of player that doesn't need to be active to get yeah. the points. Yeah, it will. Because, I know. Look, there, there are many times we've, we've watched. Arsenal playing, everybody like, oh, Bamiyang is having a poor game, and guess what? Boom, boom, he scores two goals. 
Yeah. Like, that's the kind of player he is. Yep. Let me even give you a good start. Since Oba came back, he's been back for only two matches. He already has more shots yeah. than Jamie Vardy. He has seven shots, six in the box. Exactly. Three on targets. Three One big goal. chances, same number as Jamie Vardy. Yep. So what are we saying? Then he's, he's, he's doing so well. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Also, another player that you could look at moving you know, to. Sorry, do you know what even? Let me just sorry to cut you off, but yeah. you know what even makes shows how efficient Aubameyang is. Yeah, those seven shots and attempts on in the box. So those seven attempts on goal, right? Yeah. Sorry, the six in the box. My my mistake. They have only come from ten penalty area touches. So he's touched the ball in the opposition box ten times. Out of those 10 times were six shots, of which three of them were on targets. And th- yeah, three were on target and three were big chances. So yeah. he's very efficient. Exactly. So once he gets there, the once box. he sees that shot, he's ready to... He's not counting leg like I said. Yeah, he doesn't have time. He doesn't have time <laughs> for that. He's ready he's to setting score. Yasha, counting leg. He's not, he's not about that life. He's not about that life. So, you know, that's, that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. So... Um, anybody? Well, another person that you could look at if you don't have the Liverpool defensive double up is um, Firmino. Firmino is on is on red hot form right now. I think Norwich was the only game that he didn't get like an attacking return. You know, yeah. but apart from Firmino actually getting a lot of shots, fourteen shots, and all of them in the box eighteen. So Firmino is not shooting outside the box eighteen at all. You know. Apart from that, Firmino is also creating so many chances right now. For forwards, he's created the most chances. 11 chances created and one, 11 chances created and one of those chances was a big chance. If I didn't have the Liverpool double up in defence, I swear I'll be going for Firmino right now. Yep, because Firmino is the seventh highest scoring forward. Exactly. So he, he's, Higher than Aguero, just yep. to put that out there. Yeah, but and that the thing about Firmino that you know you're not really sure of as well is the fact that Liverpool might start rotating. You know, once Champions League comes into full swing, you don't know Klopp might just and you know Liverpool have already won the league. You could see Klopp, you know, changing his forwards a little bit and you know trying to play it slow. So I'm kind of hoping, I'm kind of wishing that Liverpool get knocked out because if Liverpool get knocked out, then it's an easy route. I'm just easily going to just change Jamie Vardy. Because then at that point, there'll be no point not having Firmino if Firmino is going to be free for Champions League um, for Premier League games all the time. So those are the strikers that... Um, well, know. I have one more guy. Yeah? What are you thinking of again? Um, that would be Gabriel Jesus. Mm. Jesus? That's interesting. Yeah. You know, um, now... The yeah. only problem with Jesus is obviously his security of starts. But if he does, I mean, his last four game weeks, he has eight shots. Hmm. Seven in the box. Yeah. Four big chances. Five on targets. Unfortunately, none of them are goals. Hmm. But he's also very efficient in the box. Because it's set. So, I mean, look, against West Ham, he could have easily bagged the hat trick. I don't know if he forgot how to shoot or something. <laughs> I don't know if he watched the game. But against West Ham, literally, he was one-on-one with Fabianski like three times. And mm-hmm. he, he just forgot how to shoot. I, I, I don't know what, what, what's entered him. See, but, my, only, my own problem with Jesus is the fact that every time you have Jesus, at the beginning of every game week, 
is a question mark because first of all, you are thinking, is he going to get rotated? Exactly. And even if he's not rotated, you're always you're already thinking, how is he going to get subbed? Now, in a, in, a, in, a, in a season where many forwards are not doing well, you might take that risk. But at the moment, you have like six, seven forwards that are starting mm-hmm. on a weekly basis and are getting you points. It's very maverick yeah. to go for Jesus. But it's not a bad option. Well, it's very mad. You know, that's like he can be. He can be a potential differential. Well, not potential. Yeah, heavy yeah, differential yeah. at two point six percent. Yeah, we don't have any yeah. stats for for Ings, but you know, Ings is another individual that. You yeah, should, I mean, Ings has. You don't have you should look into having him. Ings, yeah. Ings has been speaking, making the case for himself. I think we all know what Ings is all about now. Yeah, 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 and they have a good fixture run coming up. Yeah, the next four are all. Fixed discussed retail two, Villa, West Ham, Newcastle, Norwich. It doesn't come that's not bad. Like that. That's not bad. Actually, that Villa, Villa is a good team to get points. You see that Ingles mistake, Jesus Christ, man! I couldn't believe that Son. Oh my God! Oh, I couldn't believe it at all because at, at that point in time, Son had four points. Yep, Grealish had. Grealish was on maximum bonus points. Can you imagine? And then the idiot Lagos. I don't even know how you lago like that as a professional footballer. You just disgusting Lago, but yeah, sure. You know, that's that's that, sure. You know, and, and it pays me for so more. Because it out there. Ings is the third highest scoring yeah. forward. He's after, the third highest scoring forward after Vardy and Aubameyang. Yep, so there you go. So, oh, more, more reasons. Ings is third, so I mean, it really speaks for himself. Rashford, fourth, yeah, fifth. Yeah, so you know, that's 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 that for for you know, for uh. For strikers, so we move on to um, what's the next on our on our table. Uh, yeah, we digress. We move into defenders. We've talked about we've talked about strikers now. We can look at potential defenders that are not Sheffield United or Liverpool. Okay, so defenders like defenses that you can look at that are not Sheffield United or Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first start, off. start looking at Man City. Yep. Two clean sheets in the last two. Yep. Two on the bottom. Laporte, Laporte being back, they look so much better at the back. Yeah. Like, so much. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, West Ham looked, they, ne- they never looked the threats at all. Like, Laporte, <laughs> he's, just so, he's just so composed. And fine, um, Pep seems to be uh, managing his minutes because he took him off after like 62 minutes or 65. Yeah, but even when John Stones came on, you know, John Stones ultimately looked very calm and composed. Mm-hmm. So, in that yeah. sense of defense, it seems like Mendy and Walker look to be the safest bets because they're the yeah. ones that have been getting the run of games. Yeah, they have the least shots considered in the last just 15. 15, 15 and the box. box. I mean, you look at that team, and I mean, they have a couple of hard games coming up, though. They have a couple of hard games coming up, yeah. Yeah, but you know, if if you are looking at one, you can look at one of them for like, um, for that double game. That week, double game know, week. When that double game week rolls along, I might bring in Laporte. Yes, that's one person that I might bring because I I don't think I'm gonna go crazy on Man City players because even the games they're gonna play are gonna be really tough. Mm-hmm. And if they are in the Champions League, I can see a situation whereby Pep rotates a little bit, especially with the Premier League already pretty much done. I yeah, can see I mean, a situation where yeah, yeah, yeah so I can like, see that. 
Yeah, but the Premier League done. Champions League is really all they have to focus on. And yeah, so you never know. KDB can get rotated. Like right now, like City players, the, the rotate rotation is a big, big factor. You know, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I'm not saying sell KDB before you say. <laughs> I, I won't sell him, but don't be surprised if, for example, the double game where he only plays one. Yeah, yeah. Another team that. Champions League is pretty much all City have. I'm telling you. Well, and that team that is even... Top final, but yeah. And that team that has like low shots considered is Chelsea, but Chelsea have considered every single game. Yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea <laughs> concede anyhow because... I'm telling you, I don't even understand. I think they, um, the thing about Chelsea is... Um, the funny thing about Chelsea is that like, as little as they're giving up, giving up shots... Somehow they're just always conceding goals. Like Chelsea don't keep clean sheets. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very it's very strange. Like Chelsea are actually a very strange team defensively, because like the underlying stats show that they're defending well, but not keeping the ball out of the nets for for some reason. I'm telling you, like it's just it's weird. Yeah, but and so I I we looked at under this we look at um some teams that have. Some good fixtures coming up, like um, Arsenal and Newcastle. Even though Newcastle have some good fixtures coming up, they're actually one of the worst teams in the Premier League for shots conceded. They've conceded 70 shots with 38 in the box and also one of the worst for big chances conceded at 15. Now, the thing about Newcastle, that's actually, when I saw that start, I was, I, was, I was wondering, how is that possible? But maybe it's just that Newcastle have actually been really bad in the last couple of weeks. You know, I mean, what do you think? I mean, their defenders score a lot of points, you know. Yeah, the defenders are the ones that contribute to most of their goals this season. You know, so I did, I did just bad defensively at, or what? You look at Newcastle, and their last four, I mean, okay, first of all, they got, they got smashed by Arsenal. Yeah. And prior to that, okay, they, they drew with Norwich. I, I don't know how that's possible. Then they drew at Everton. Even Everton, Everton were about to, should have won that game. Yeah, where that dude just came up and popped up to in the last minute. Then beat Chelsea at home. Mm-hmm. So they've had a mixed run of results, but I mean, because I'm looking at, I mean, maybe it's because in the last three games they've played three big teams, yeah, and I the only team majority of I, I can bet any amount of money that majority of the shots they conceded yeah. were between Everton. And Arsenal. Yeah, most likely to be honest, most likely because they kept a clean sheet against uh, probably they Chelsea kept clean sheets well. against Chelsea. Yeah, and Norwich. Yeah, and they. I mean, I'm sure they considered shots against Chelsea as well. They probably just you know. Mm-hmm. So Newcastle, while last four games hasn't looked that nice, the next few games coming up from them, you can still take a punt on a Newcastle defender. I mean, if you I mean, have all games cheap, so. Yeah, you if you mean, have Holgate, you, you, you can change. You can easily change Holgate to um to Lascelles. Lascelles is four point two. Like yeah, that's, that's guaranteed. He's guaranteed to start. He's a goal threat. Yep, he's a bench filler. Yeah, exactly. yeah, he can be a bench filler as well. So you know, you I can mean, Newcastle have, have what? Who do they have next? They have Crystal Palace, Burnley, Southampton. Yep, and Sheffield United. I mean, I can see two clean sheets. Makes sense. four games. Makes sense. Makes sense. And then finally have um, 
I mean, we also have Arsenal as well, even though they kept two clean, two clean sheets in their last two games. They, um, at the moment, they're conceding shots, a lot of shots. Right now, they consider 56 shots with 40 in the box. Same, United have actually considered 56 40, No, United have given up 53 shots, but yeah. 40 in the box as well. Yep, so, you know, and big chances. Arsenal are letting 13 big chances, you know. And, but when I watch the Arsenal game, I'm wondering, I don't see 13 big chances, but you know what? They've considered 13 big chances. United have considered six, only six big chances. So you can tell that Arsenal are due, you know, somebody's going to score Arsenal very soon. Yeah. You know? So that's one of the reasons why I said, you know, you can still, you can have a go at Richarlison or even DCL, you know. I mean, like I'm saying, like, to be fair, even watching Arsenal and United. Yeah. In recent weeks, they look more solid. Exactly, but they, they look still- more solid. They actually look more solid. You have to give you have to give it to both coaches. Like they look more solid. Like United in their last two two, two games have played three. They played like a three five two three center box. Mm-hmm. So I think that's contributed to it. Yeah. Then yeah. you know Arsenal. Must- it seems like Mustafi and David Luiz all of a sudden have found like a new love partnership that's just working maybe they are just they are just getting some luck as well i mean part of it obviously part of it is luck because you obviously give up 13 big chances yeah, yeah. It's, it's high but against this everton arsenal have also arsenal have considered the most headed goals in the pre- most headed shots in the premier league and do you know how dcl loves a header yeah so, <laughs> that is not oh, going to be boy. pretty to watch speaking on united as well um, right now, guess who is actually top in defense for chances created? Is our boy Wambi, the guy that can't do anything forward. You know, so right now Wambi has created nine chances. He's the most. He has created the most chances for defender. all defenders right now. And that's level with Lucadinia. Yep, and both of them. No, Wambi has two big chances created. Lucas Dinier has three big chances created. You know, so basically, Wambi actually, has actually changed his game. He's become more attacking and he's actually pushing him more. Mm-hmm. So, Wambi, but the thing about Wambi is actually very expensive. How much is he? Is it 5.5? 5.5. Is he 5.5 or 5.1? Or is he dropped down to that amount? I'm coming. Let me just confirm that. I think it's Aaron Wambi Saka. 5.3. Oh, okay, so he's dropped down quite a bit. So wow, our most expensive defender is Shaw. So it's not even it's not, it's not that bad, I guess. It's not that bad, you know. So yeah, if yeah. you are looking for a defender, and then you have Harry Maguire at five point two. Harry Maguire yeah. has yeah, he has scored bad. two goals in his United career. Mm-hmm. I mean, one in the League Cup, one in so was it League Cup or FA Cup? So FA Cup, FA Cup, and that brilliant header against. Chelsea, even though, yeah, he should have been sent off, but hey, that's that. Yeah, so um, um, let me even see. So, yeah, so that's that for those two. Another team that you know you look at as well is um, Wolves. Wolves have a good fixture run coming up. You can actually look at Doherty again. You know, maybe there's a time to get in Doherty if you're looking for a little bit, a defender is a little bit more expensive and you know, can get you more chances. Um, right now, Wolves have considered less shots than Arsenal and United. 
Well, they have 49 shots conceded, 31 in the box, and they are the second best. They are the second best for least chances conceded, with only sorry least big chances considered with only four big chances considered in the last four and that is a good record to have you know so and you know Bolly's what 4.7 point, I was going to go to him if I was if you want cheap guys because the thing about it is that Wolf's upturn in defense has coincided with Bolly's return yeah last so, games they kept clean sheets and those are the last two games he, he returned two games ago okay now apart from Bully. Another interesting player. Size? Size. Yeah. He's only 1% owned. Like he's 4.4. I mean... That's another... That's I was another, thinking that that person I was looking that's at. That's another potential, clean, you know, clean sheet. Because, like... Yeah. Wolves played with three at the back. Yep. They yep. played Cody, size, bully. Yeah. And then Dorothy and Johnny are their wing backs. So, you have a, some pretty much guaranteed starter at 4.4. And if he's getting clean sheets, I mean... Doesn't get better than that. Live. So, you know, that's that's a good that's a that's a good look. So, you know, this is another player that, you know, if you're looking to like rise up the table a little bit, hope for a for a Sheffield you hope that Sheffield United and Liverpool concede a goal. And you have um Bolly in there, sorry, Wolves defender in there, you could easily get points off it. I was also thinking of Spurs. I was looking at Spurs defense as well, because maybe yeah. now that they have Sun out. Maybe it's possible that they go more defensive. Okay. They've only considered three goals in the last four. Three out of that, two of those goals were against Aston Villa. You know, so they pretty much had like two clean sheets as well. Is that, I mean, it's not that bad, but they are still considering yeah, they've a considered lot of chances. Five shots. Yeah. In the last four weeks. And the only, and that's only better than Newcastle, Bournemouth, and West Ham. Yep. And 11 big chances. Yep. I mean, it's just as bad as Aston. So, Yeah, 11 big chances, yes. I mean, the way Aston Villa ran them, like, Aston Villa ran them zigzag, to be Mm -hmm. honest. The only, I don't even know how they got away, you know. If Aston Villa had taken their chances at the beginning of the game, I don't think Spurs would have had a way back in that game. Out of those 65 shots, 45 were in the box. You know, so at at this point in time, I, I won't even, I don't know if it's, they are not a user team and they're giving away shots. They and their defenders are now expensive. There's no defender and in there that's like cheap. another thing, right? With Spurs that I want to add. Yeah. Away from home. Yeah? yeah. They've only kept one clean sheet in their last 13 games, away oh, game. No. So just so like I, I I mean, yeah, maybe with the sun injury they might go more defensive, but yeah. You know, Spurs right now, the defense don't really look for me, Sha, they don't look that appealing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the so, only time they, the only time I even considered the Spurs defender was when I had Ori. And that time I got him at like four point six. Okay. So, you know, and and I wasn't even going I didn't go for Ori for his um whatchamacallit, for his clean sheet potential. I went for his attacking potential. Because most oh, okay. of the points he got me while I had him was like assist assist okay. points. I don't think yeah. he got me a single clean sheet while I had him. I think yeah. literally the week after I sold him, he got his first clean sheet. <laughs> I always did those kind of things. So, the week after you sell them, that's when you now do something. Weirdies. But anyway, that's 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 that for the um for defenders. Do you have any more defenders that you want to add to it? Uh no, I think uh, we've covered that's pretty much it for me. Yeah. All right. 
in, in that case, we go into like um our next topic. This is just cheap players that you can have on your bench. Yeah, I mean, you had a few that you wanted to talk about. Uh, yeah, I actually picked out three. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the first would be Brandon Williams of United. Uh, he's been getting a good run of games, but now with the way he performed today, I doubt he'll start this weekend. Well, how was his performance today? Was he, he had a bad game. Oh, I mean, no. it's probably his first real bad game in the United shirt, but mm. but you know, apart from that, but if you look at his last four, not only that, he's also very low owned. He's just five point six percent owned. Okay. Uh, so even though he has a tricky run of games up until game week thirty-three, yeah, he has two clean sheets in his last four. So that's not bad. So he has, does bad. have he does have so that's, that's no bad. Um, yeah. So that's it for Brandon Williams. And my next would be Bukayo Saka. Yeah, Saka is so sweet. Now the thing about Saka is this: uh, uh, yes, he's playing as a defender and he's listening. Yeah. Midfielder in FPL, but he's getting those points. Getting those points, like he's four point five million. He's not even owned by up to one percent. Yeah, and he has a lovely run of games coming up. Yep. Um, if you can nail down that starting spot at left back at four point five to be on your bench to potentially come in for somebody that doesn't play, I don't think it's a bad idea. He has to assist in his last four. Yep. Um, He's actually at um, Arsenal's top assister this season. He had an assist against nine. As yeah, today made it nine. As of before, prior to today's game, he had eight and all comes. Now he has nine. Yep, so, a good bench filler could also also come in when Arsenal have that double game week. Exactly. I mean, there's no rush to bring him in, but he's someone that you can put on your like your radar. Yeah. You know, put on your spreadsheets that okay, in two weeks' time, I'm going to bring this guy in. You know, yep. that sort of situation. So, at the moment, you can just, you know, relax a bit and hold on on that. But he's definitely on the watch list. He's one of those guys that I was looking at. And, you know, if not because, you know, he's listed as a midfielder instead of a defender, I would have him yep. so... I would have had... If, yeah, if he was different as a defender, I would have had him since. But then he, he also plays so high. Like, mm-hmm. also, he reminds me of... Remember when Mendy used to always play so high? Yeah, exactly. So that's the way he plays. He plays. He plays. I, I think he plays much higher than than Robertson does for Liverpool because mm-hmm. Robertson normally starts off and then you know runs into the space. But like as soon as Arsenal start playing, Saka literally just bounces to the top, and then what's his name? Aubameyang just moves into the middle. So every time on that yeah, left, you know, the Saka, have a good understanding on that left. Yeah. So every time on that left, wherever, whenever we're attacking, Saka is right up there, right on that left. You know, waiting to receive the ball and put it in. You know, he's a good four point five to have, not a starter though, just someone to have on the bench mm-hmm. that one day when you need to like throw that bench boost into the mix, you can actually yeah. have that. Because, you know, bench boost is a chip I expect to see. A lot of people use at this point of the season. Yeah, yeah. So it's good um, to have like people it's good like to have. Yeah. And uh, my last would be um Charlie Taylor of Burnley. That's Burnley's left. Yeah. Uh that's two clean sheets also in his last four. He's only owned by one point two percent. He's okay. he's pretty much been there. He's nailed on at left back pretty much at four point two. You know, um after game week thirty one, they have good fixtures coming up, so Hmm. But do you trust that Bournemouth defense? I mean, not Bournemouth, Burnley. Yeah, oh, sorry, Burnley, Burnley. defense. 
Oh yeah, Burnley. yeah. They've kept like two in the last three right now. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah, two in the last four actually. Um, yeah. yeah, Burnley. I mean, since we've been playing, since Sean Dyche has came come to the EPL. Yeah, I think most people, most of Burnley investments in FPL wise is their defense. You hardly see people owning Burnley attackers. It's rare. Yeah, true, true, true. Maybe like Ashley Barnes, and even him. He's never. I don't think he's ever even up to like ten percent owned. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So Burnley defense is always. It's been reliable for years. Okay. So you know to have a four point two Burnley defender, as all opposed right. to the Tarkowskis and Ben Mees at five and above. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with that. So, Do you have any more? Those any are my more three. Those are yeah, three. Yeah, I have. Okay. All right. All right. Then um. We can move on to the next one. What's the next one on our list? Relegation you Warrior. You, you don't have any? No, to be honest, I, I, I pretty much... Those are the bench... The, my own bench filler was um, Bukayo Saka. That was the main okay. person that... I, I, I think we already discussed Brandon. Okay, I think you also mentioned Lascelles as well. Yeah, Lascelles, exactly. Lascelles, Lascelles, yeah. Earlier, we mentioned Lascelles earlier. So those were the people that you know, I thought, okay, if you wanted to have someone on your bench... Those are nice guys to actually have on your bench. I mean, I have some other cheap guys that, but that those, that's in the next one. Um, like we can segue to even that now. Um, we're talking about um, relegation guys because you know every season these relegation teams, There's one or two one teams team pick up pace. Yep, one or two teams they pick up pace and they decide to change it for everybody. You know, so. I mean, I remember when he used to always be Wigan and, you know, I think it was Moses that used to turn it around and everybody, you must have Moses during that period of time. Yep. Crystal Palace, I would have said Zaha for Crystal Palace, but Zaha has been so rubbish this season. Like, I think he has actually played like he wants to leave. You know, he just, I don't know whether, I mean, he's still taking on people and, you know, he still has those. Yeah, I mean, even his body language on the pitch, it just feels like I'm tired of this place. I'm, so, I'm, I mean, I've done as much as I can. Like, just get me out of here. Yeah, man. So I wouldn't go. Yeah, I, mean, I should just I, cut that rope. The team I'm looking at is, is, is Watford. I mean, yeah, Watford with. Uh, Andrew Pearson came in. They look. They've looked much better. Yeah. Yeah, they've had mixed results in the recent weeks, but still, um, the like the Dini's, the Delafields. And uh, they have a fun, they have a, their end of the season run is actually quite mixed because okay they have United Liverpool and they have Palace and Leicester and I mean you have a lot of reds and greens so yeah, the yeah. idea about it is that like these relegation teams at this point of the season forget about they they can't they I want a relegation team threatened team that's in form is usually fixture proof yeah at this yeah. point of the season. We've seen it happen many times. Yeah. Um, yeah. It happened with Wigan in the past. We've seen it happen with Leicester in the past. We've seen it happen with West Brom. Just many. So, and I think Watford are the best. They have the most quality. Like, if you look at the quality of the teams that are battling relegation right now, I think what, like, if you look at the players they have, the signings that they've made, you know, I'll, I'll put Watford at the top of the lot. Okay. And you know, and that's and I'm looking at like um from Southampton down because I'm looking at because I'm at 31 points. Okay. Down. Obviously, Southampton, I feel they're safe. I think Newcastle is safe as well. 
Crystal Palace, I don't think I, they, I believe they're safe as well. So let's even say really it's from Brighton down. Brighton, Bournemouth, Villa, West Ham, Watford, Norwich. If I was to look at those six teams, Watford is the first team I'm looking at. So, yeah, for Watford, I looked at, you can look at Dakore. He's the midfielder in there that's really, yeah. that, you know, can actually spread him on. He gets goals, he can get assists. He has seven shots, four of them in the box, one big chance. He's also had, he also has four chances created and one, and one big chance. Um, other teams that you can look at with the relegation guys that could help out are teams like, um, um, Bournemouth, they have Harry Wilson. Harry Wilson actually doing pretty well when it comes to shots. 11 shots, six of them in the box, it seems. He's not had any big chances to say of yet. But at the moment, he's also create, he, he has also created three, three chances and one big chance. So, I mean, Harry Wilson... Just to add to that, right? To be yeah. fair on Bournemouth... Yeah, they've actually won two of their last three games. Yeah, so they might be coming back. You know, they, they, beat, Villa, they beat Villa, they beat Brighton. Yeah, and Callum Wilson was back in the goals. Yeah, I think he's had he's had two in the last three as well, doesn't hasn't he? Yes, two in his last three. It's Sheffield think, yeah. yeah, and I think he has had three attacking returns as well. Because I think in the yeah. first game he had said um his he, he had um he scored against Brighton. Yeah, um, against um Villa, he no, he didn't have a return against Villa. Um, oh, okay. And against Bournemouth, he scored. I'm sorry, against Sheffield United, he scored. So he has two returns in the last three. Is Harry Wilson? Harry Wilson has an assist and a goal in his last three as well. So yeah, so, so Bournemouth yeah. are actually quietly doing well, getting some form. Yeah, and even uh, what's his name, Fraser. Fraser has created 10 chances and two big chances in his last four, even though he doesn't have an assist. So that's that for Bournemouth. So there's still like a little bit of hope there with Bournemouth. Yeah, I mean, there was a time, there was a time, once upon a time, like, you know, you had, if you had Wilson, you had Fraser. Yeah, 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 you needed those. But you see, now the, 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 now the thing about Bournemouth is they mm-hmm. have a horrendous fixture list to the end. All right. <laughs> like, they literally they only have two games that are fixed rates now two. Mm. Everything else is three, four, five. Oh, so it's a hard end. So basically so like, if they if they catch fire, they have to yeah, catch fire. Because like okay, they have Burnley away, they have Chelsea at home, they have Liverpool away, they have Palace at home, Wolves away, Newcastle mm-hmm. at home, United away, Tottenham at home, Leicester at home, City away. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that, like have to catch fire to that, that from thirty three to thirty six. This is not the time you want to face these teams. Yeah, you know, yeah. maybe Man City, maybe because they don't have no, no, nothing to play for. True, but True. Leicester, Tottenham, United, hell, do that. Do that team you don't want to play with at this point of the season because it's crunch time. True. True. Um. So that's my my re- reservation with Bournemouth. Okay, I look at um. Moy as well for Brighton. Yeah, I was going to say Aaron Moy. Yep, he's had 10 shots, five in the box, three big chances. You know, um, he's also had, six, he's also created six chances and two big chances for his teammates. So Aaron Moy is someone that you can also look at, even though Brighton are having trouble scoring. He's yeah. there. I mean, they, had, they scored quite a bit against, you know, West Ham, but then again, everybody scores against West Ham. 
you know, and that actually that's a good segue into um, Snodgrass. Snodgrass at the moment has had eight shots in the last four. Four of them have been in the box. It's seen. He's created five chances, two big chances, and he has two assists. Though he has a very very tough match coming up against West Ham, so I wouldn't expect anyone to you know bring him in. Wait, I actually just wait, took him wait, out. What? Snodgrass? You just said Snodgrass has a tough fixture against Snodgrass. Oh, you mean against Liverpool? Oh, against Liverpool. Sorry, that's the West Ham. Sorry. Yeah, you said yeah, West Ham. Yeah, he has the West against Liverpool. Sorry. So, you know, you might not expect him to do much in that match, to be honest. So, at, at this point in time, you know, you want to bring him in. But he's also one player that I've looked at as well. So, those are the four players from relegation teams that, you know, I've looked at. Okay, you know what? These players can actually save their team. I mean, you have... I don't think Pookie is going to be able to save Norwich. No, Norwich are doomed. Yeah, and there are too many strikers let's, doing well. Let's not even let's not even try and gas out. <laughs> Norwich are done for. They're done. But you know what's so funny? Norwich have three defenders, all their defenders back now. You know, maybe they can, you know, they can I mean they tried yeah. their, their hardest against no, Norwich Norwich didn't yeah. come here to try to stay up. Yeah. Norwich so. came to the Premier League to enjoy themselves. <laughs> That's yeah. what they came to the Premier League. They they might I mean look at it, their manager's job is not even is not even under threats. Because yeah, they're keeping they've him. come, they've entire they've tantalized their fans, they've played that exciting football that they like, and they're going back down. They've enjoyed yeah. their time. They're gonna sell a couple players, you know, can't work. Yeah, you know, Pookie was first them some money, Council was first them first yep. them some money. Yep, they are right yeah. back, will fetch them some money. Yo, Lewis yeah, Aaron's will fetch them. Yeah, because like Lewis will fetch not just anyhow teams like Big teams in Europe. Yeah. Even Buendia. Even Buendia as well. Yeah, like, to my go- so, yeah, like... Yeah, so they've there's... They've enjoyed themselves. You know, they've... Um, they've enjoyed the fantasy of the Premier League and they're going back down where they belong. Okay. Um, All right. All right. So, basically, yeah. So, Nor- Norwich, yeah, they're done for... But I think a player that we forgot to mention, I'll, put, I'll just put out there, is Neil Malpe of Brighton as well. Yeah, um, yeah. Does he, he has, get points? Does he get no, points? That's why I want... Uh, he... Well, he hasn't returned in his last four. Let's put it like that. But he's had in his last four, he's had twelve attempts on goal, with eight in the box, two big chances, five on targets. That sounds like a shit guy, though. No, no. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, five. No, twelve shots in three games because he didn't, he started in his last four game weeks. He only played three. Okay. So that's okay. four shots a game. Mm. And in the box, he has eight. So he's getting some shots. Yeah. So he's getting some shots in the ball. Five on targets in the last three games. I mean, that's not bad. Okay. All right. All just right. not so, clinical. All right. All right. All right. Fair enough. That's a good. It's a good lookout for Dodo. You know, get 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 your more pay on. You know that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So um, moving on, we have um. Yes. Um, our about- captain picks. So who's your captain for the week? Why are, your, why are the captains that we're looking My at? captain is the same captain that has been there for the last four weeks. Give him some salad. Yep. <laughs> Give him I some salad. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you can look more than... I don't think you can look beyond Liverpool at this point. If you yeah. have money, you captain it. If you have salad, you captain it. Yeah. And then um, anything else is kind of like... Yeah. yeah. You're kind of I mean, like trying to rinse it. Okay. Fine. You know, this captain pick, apart from... Let's go out of Liverpool, and if you want to, if you want to do something different, yeah, another person that would 
my number two pick would be Jimenez. Okay, against Norwich, against right? Norwich. Yeah, but even there, like I said, Norwich have most of their defenders back. And yeah, exactly. Those are coming back from like a, from like a Europa, Europa game. Europa today. I mean, but at the same time, it was a good Europa League match at their home ground. Oh, yeah, they smashed, they smashed Espanyol, like yeah. smashed. Espanyol are doing really badly in the, like in La Liga, though. Fair enough. Yeah. They are doing really badly in La Liga. But at the same, yeah, at the same point, at the same time. Five minutes. Yeah. So, but yeah. at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying that. And then another person, obviously, is Ings. Home yeah. to Villa. Yep. Yep. So, yep. You can expect Ingles to make another bloody yeah. mistake. So you know. I expect Villa's defense. They love. They love. Dude, when that know. guy made that mistake, I was like, "Oh God!" I was so pissed. Was so number one for Sun owners and number two Tottenham got three points. Exactly, like it was, it, double, it was a double. It was a double. Was like I see somebody punched me by balls, man. It was a double uh, one. Man. Yeah, like so, like I see somebody punched me by balls, and I couldn't do anything about it. It's like what, the, like really, man. Like at that point in time, he literally just had to kick it away. Just stand there and just just swing like your boots at it properly. Man just laggled and somebody with a broken shoulder went and, and got fucking 13 points. Anyhow, sure. That's that for, you know. My differential for the week, I am going with with, um, with Charleston. Something tells me Arsenal are going to get it this weekend. So, oh, wow. You don't even have faith in your own team. No, I mean, I, I, well, I, I, think, I think we might get a draw out of that game. But... I'm very sure we'll probably... We only have one differential pick this week. Well, we could do more than one. I could do more than one. I think I have... Well, yeah, we should have one every week. But this week, I have like three. Ah, you have all three. All right, let's, let's be having you then. Why are your differential pick? Okay, well, you're, you said yours is who again? Um, um, I have... Um, yeah, with Charleston. Charleston is my yeah. differential for the week. Not bad, not bad. Uh, he's yeah. low, very low-owned as well. Yeah. Uh, no, I have three. Uh, these are quite intriguing. All right, go on. First one is Pepe. Pepe? Yeah, I mean, Pepe. I never actually believed I'd be recommending Pepe, but, you know, Pepe can be a different... You know, he looked, like I said, he looked really good. Yeah, he did, I didn't he? I don't know if Newcastle were just really bad, but you, have, you can't take it away from him. He looked really good. Yep, so yeah. This can be... I mean, I know Everton is a tougher challenge, but... This can, you know, if he can go get past this test, if he can, if he can play the way he played on Sunday, he can be in for another haul. Okay. You know, and obviously okay. we've already highlighted his his stats, and just another thing I want to put out there: Everton, the Everton's last twelve away games, they've considered in every single one. Yep. Yeah, the last yeah. There's, there's, a, there's an Arsenal goal in that game. There's if an Arsenal goal. So, if yeah. Arsenal get a goal, because you know Pepe is on set pieces on corners as well, so that's his potential to is there. So mm-hmm. you can get a return. Okay. What else do you have again? Uh, my second one is actually one that's very, very maverick. Mm-hmm. That would be Billy Sharp of Sheffield United. Okay. Has he been starting? Yeah, started their last two. Okay. Sorry, I started their last three. And he got a goal in their last game. Um, now, in their last three, he started. He had four attempts. All of them were in the box. One big chance, which he scored. And of his four shots, attempts on, attempts on goal, two were on targets. Obviously, one being a goal. Okay. And uh, now, they face Brighton at home, who have 
who away their away form is quite bad. Okay. Um, away their last four away games they've led in thirty four shots in the box and twenty on targets, and they've conceded nine goals in their last four away games, which is joints. The only people um, which is which is level with Bournemouth and West Ham, hmm. which is the second worst in the league. Hmm. So they are ready to take it. So and so if Billy Sharp can continue with his run of games, because because he was their top scorer last year in the championship. Okay. Okay. And he and he's their he was their captain as well. No, he wasn't their captain. Actually, no, he was their captain. Yeah, last year. Billy Sharp. So. So you might might be able to get them a few a few goals. And at five point eight zero point three percent on that can be a differential if you wanna Okay. Who is your last one? And the last one would be William. Okay. Um, he's only four point three percent owned at seven point one million. Um it seems like his he tends to perform more better at home. Okay. Than away. Um he has six attempts in, in sorry, six attempts on goal. Four in the box in the last four game weeks. Uh, the reverse fixture against Tottenham, he scored both goals. Okay. Um, he's created that. five chances, one big chance in the last four. And uh, like I mentioned earlier, Tottenham, I've only conceded, I've only kept one clean sheet in their last 13 away games. And they've conceded 45 shots in the box in their last four game weeks. With yeah. West Ham giving up more with 53. Yeah. Lois is pretty so, busy these days. All right. Um, all right, all right. Well, you know, actually, yeah, since you gave us three, I have two more for you since you gave us three. Okay, give let's go. My second one will be Maxim. We already talked about him earlier. Yeah, uh, getting closer and closer. He should have scored against Arsenal. He gave Bellerin a torrid time. I don't think, but you see, but he gave Bellerin such a hard time that you know, Bellerin didn't even come out for Thursday. I think they left him at home. They're like, nah, man, this nigga needs to rest. Allow that noise. So, Maxim had his way with him. You know, in that game, he had eight shots, three in the box, three on target. He created six chances and three big chances, create, you know, for his um, teammates. So, Maxim is one. And my second one is somebody that you mentioned earlier, Bruno Fernandez. No, that's right. 6% on. Easy change to move from Son to Bruno. And guess what? You move from Son to Bruno, it gives you enough money to change like um, Vardy to Vardy to Obama Yang. Bruno is what like, eight million. Yeah, so like so that's almost like two that you get from there. Yep. And Vardy's what nine point eight, nine point five. So you move that easily. Move to Obama Yang if you want. So Bruno and Maxim, okay. two players that have easy games this weekend and could actually be good differentials. You know and. Um, you know, so that's, I guess that's it. That's what we have for you for this week. Do you have anything else that you want to add? No, no, that's it. Uh, that pretty much wraps up. Oh, do you have any um, cheap keepers before we go? I don't know if we have any. No cheap- keepers. Because like like we said, the double game week is coming very, very soon. I said double game week. The, like you, people are, are trying to use their bench boost one of these weeks. And um, in the next few weeks, there I think there are a couple weeks there where you know you could have a Southampton where Benny Mc, when uh, McCarthy is facing a team that is actually not great, and Anderson too is facing a team that is not great, you know. So like um, I think it's game week um, 
29 when Makati is facing. Hold on yeah. a second. Sorry. Sorry about that. Makati is facing Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. And Sheffield United are facing That's Norwich. That would be a good weekend to play. A nice bench booster. If you if you brought in Makati. And Ben Foster is playing. Yep. Crystal Pass. Exactly. So, so, so yeah. And Makati is what? 4.4? Makati is 4.4. Foster is 4.9. And um, Henderson is 5.1. Yeah. So, if, if you had Makati as a backup... That would be a good week to throw him in for you know for for a bench boost. But you know, that's just something I'm just pointing out there. You know, a little extra bonus for all of you out there. Okay. Yeah. So you know, thank you so much for no listening. Problem. So everybody, everybody that's listening, um, thank you so much. Comment, like us, on on the podcast so that you know we could keep bringing you this lovely. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, so we can I, keep I bringing scraps every week. I don't know what's going on with Spotify for some reason. They yeah, they haven't replied. They haven't replied. They're probably checking us out, seeing whether you know. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, give us likes, shout outs, comments. You know what? Just whatnot, and because uh, we actually appreciate you guys listening. And um, that's it for us this week. Yeah, and we will be back for to preview the next game week. And good luck on all your teams. Yeah, good luck to everyone. Uh, well, actually, good luck to everyone apart from my haters. I know you are listening. All you guys out there that are chasing, that have passed me this last few weeks. I know you're out there. I will catch you, don't worry. I'll catch you on the, on the next one. All right, then. Thank you so much. And goodbye. Easy. Right, yeah. Yep, so that's...